0: You are listening to ReachMDXM, the channel for medical professionals, and welcome to Excerpts from the Podium. Today's topic is Focus on ophthalmology and the red eye, part one, the patient workup. In this excerpt, Dr. Stephen E. Orlin, associate professor at the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine and the Shy Eye Institute, is speaking from the podium at Prova Education's From Guideline to Practice program in New York City. Let's join him as he discusses the patient workup of red eye in clinical practice.
1: The basic eye examination, just like any discipline that you might be doing in medicine, is uh, firstly and foremost taking a detailed history. You need to know about the onset of the symptoms and the important things for us as ophthalmologists and you as primary care physicians and other healthcare providers is to assess whether or not the patient has visual complaints and pain, because visual complaints and pain certainly constitute a very important red flag to you that this is something out of the ordinary and might require a further consultation. On an external examination, we look at the pupillary reflexes and the extraocular motility. Fortunately, in ophthalmology, we have two eyes, hopefully, And uh, we use that as a comparison all the time because the eyes should be very symmetrical in all aspects of their clinical appearance. The pupils should be the same size, they should react in the same way to light, the eyes should move equally, the eyes should be of the same size, of the same color. And any deviation in those findings, again, should imply that possibly something is not quite correct. You need to look at the conjunctival surface. Normally, it's completely transparent and, and, and white. It has some blood vessels in it, but they are, are, as a rule, not very engorged. You need to look at the sclera, which is the white part underneath the conjunctiva. Again, that's a white structure. Discoloration of the sclera, whether it's red, blue, brown, or yellow, uh, have very significant clinical implications for us as ophthalmologists. The eyelids are important uh, for a number of purposes. They cover the eye and help protect it. Everyone has a natural and normal blink reflex, which can be affected by certain conditions. So, you have to look at how the patient blinks. They usually blink about uh, 10 or 15 times per minute. Um, We need to look at the lacrimal gland, which uh, uh, is situated on the outer aspect of the upper eyelid. You need to look at the medial aspect of the eye, where the uh, tear ducts are, which help drain the tears away after they've been produced. And you need to look at the corneal clarity, and I think one way of doing this is to take your pen light or your little flashlight and shine the light of the eye. The cornea is moistened by your tear film, and it should have a very, very nice crisp uh, reflex of the the flashlight should shine back at you, and it should look very sparkly like uh, everybody says the eye should look like. And if there's any dull reflection of the uh, cornea or if the detail of the anterior chamber is not clear, if the pupil's not clear, if the iris isn't clear, that implies that the window that you're looking through, i.e. the cornea, has some problem with it, and that, again, should be something relevant to you as you're, uh, as you're doing your examination. The eye is a unique organ that is made up of multiple different tissues, and each of those tissues can be become infected or affected and present with a red eye. There are many different ways of classifying the red eye. Uh, You can classify it according to the duration of symptoms, uh, such as acute versus chronic symptoms. You can look at the anatomical layers, uh, whether uh, the disease is involving the conjunctiva, the episclera, the sclera, the cornea, the uveal tract, or the ocular adnexa. And then, just like any uh, discipline in medicine, we like to classify things uh, as to whether they are inflammatory, infectious, degenerative, traumatic, neoplastic, or mechanical or irritative. And I, in my classification, like to use all three of these components. For example, you can have an acute infectious conjunctivitis, which would be one way, using all those classifications, summarizing it into one specific condition. But I think these are very, very important ways because... You need to, uh, in any aspect of uh, whatever you might be doing, you need to compartmentalize the disease that you're trying to work out. And once you can uh, find out whether it's acute, whether it's pus, then put it in the infectious category, whether it's involving the conjunctiva, then you can narrow down your differential diagnosis much more uh, sensibly and you can approach the patient in a much more rational fashion.
0: This ReachMD program is provided in cooperation with Prova Education, if you missed any of this program or to hear more about Red Eye, please be sure to visit our website at www.reachmd.com and search for Programming by Dr. Orlin. Thank you for listening.